You're listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show, giving you weekly sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 189th episode of the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and alongside me, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here, and uh, you know, uh, another another ex- exciting day of, of NFL football uh, today. Um, kind of crazy, um, you know. I think three overtime games in the early games. Um, looks like there may be a chance for one potential overtime game, but based on the score, probably not. It may be close down the stretch, but not necessarily. Um, an overtime game in the late games, but uh, you know another exciting day and plenty to talk about. Yeah, plenty to talk about, and, and we don't gonna... have to talk about your Dolphins. Though. No, we don't have to talk about my Miami Dolphins. Actually, who... we probably should address something. Yeah, I mean, I, if if this was a normal show in terms that we were going to go for you know a good 45, 50 minutes, I probably would talk about um, you know Miami firing Philbin, Miami firing defensive coordinator Kevin Coyle, them announcing that Dan Campbell, the tight end coach, was interim filling in today. There was word that. Depending on what happens in New Orleans, Miami look might look towards Sean Payton. Uh, obviously, that's all a little bit early, just conjecture, but uh, we don't even know what Dan Campbell's going to do with the team. But uh, he's definitely brought a different attitude to South Florida. Yeah, so they were running like bull he, in the ring. In the first uh, first practice, he ran Oklahoma drill. Um, if any familiar with football, you have, you know what's going on there. And it's, uh, it's just something that... Um, a lot really of teams have strayed away from, and especially the NFL, because they're a bunch of prima donnas who don't want to do anything and, and get their paycheck. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a wake-up call, I'm sure, for a lot of them down there, uh, overpriced babies that, that reside in Miami at the moment. So, um, not, 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 bitter, please, not, not bitter or angry at all or anything right Okay, whatsoever. so, yeah, um, other than that, not a whole lot to talk about with the Dolphins this week. Uh, yeah, but, again, lots of exciting games today. They're one um, of four teams so. that are off, uh, the other ones being the Jets, who Miami got beat up by last week, and then also the Vikings and Panthers. So you have uh, two strong NFC teams and uh, an undefeated one in the, in the Panthers not playing today. Uh, but a couple other undefeated teams are putting their uh, pristine record on the line, and uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the couple games that are going on at, at the moment and then the uh, two remaining games left in week five. So now we are really, you know, last week we were about a quarter of the way through. Now we can say we're almost a third of the way through or closing in on that, that mark. Uh, and it's a little bit of a surprise that we're here this week. The schedule kind of got changed. It's a really busy and weekend. It, it changed a couple <laughs> times today. It changed a bit today, and here we are anyways. But uh we weren't supposed to be on. We were supposed to be doing episode three of the Bulldog Hour, but that takes a lot more work and it's a lot more time uh, intensive and just couldn't get it done this weekend. Um, we won't have anything next week. Um, my uh, little girl, uh, Haley, is getting baptized, so we're going to hang out with family and friends for that occasion. And uh, friends. And then two weeks from now, we will finally do the third ep- episode of the Bulldog Hour. So you won't actually hear from us on the Joe Mays and J-Raff show until the first Sunday in November, which I think actually is the first. It is the first because um, the 31st is a Saturday. Yes. So uh, follow, hang out with us on All Saints Day. There you uh, go. We will uh, we will talk NFL. 
which would be by then, I guess, NFL Week 8 will be ongoing, I think. Yeah, something like that. Six, seven, yeah, I think NFL Week 8. So we'll actually be at basically the midway point the next time we're here to talk NFL action. But enough of uh, looking to the future. Let's talk the present. And uh, let's start on the Thursday night game, which um, word came out early on Thursday yeah. that you, everyone thought altered the face of the, right. the game. Uh, Andrew Luck, you know, the number one overall pick in, in 2012 and the guy that has taken the Colts to the playoffs uh, three straight seasons to the AFC Championship game last year. He has had a tough start to the season and now missed his second consecutive game with a shoulder injury. So everyone was jumping, okay, right. the Colts, they're not going to, no chance. Matt Hasselbeck is in the hospital. He can't yeah, even he play was, tonight. He didn't even go to practice because they had been, they had, the coaches had been anticipating that Luck was going to be able to go. So. They had told him, don't worry about it. They had to schedule a special walkthrough on Thursday morning um, for uh, Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck because he had been in the emergency room Monday night till 2 in the morning and it just um, with some bacterial infection. They basically said he, he had dropped a ton of weight and just was, uh, you know, being sapped, you know, energy wise and just. And then he came out and played really well. He played really um, well, yeah. You know, especially in that backup role. But. I felt like he did that the week before. I know his numbers weren't fantastic last week, and they were in that you know close game with uh, Jacksonville. It wasn't a shootout. I almost called it a shootout, but they won that he, in overtime. Right, they won, and he won at Houston. So they won two divisional games with a backup quarterback. Hey, and and actually, if you look back the last three weeks, so you include Luck's last game. They beat Tennessee in a close game. So they beat Tennessee, They've won beat three Jacksonville, games by a combined beat, 12 points. Right, beat Houston. So it's not pretty right now for Indianapolis, but they just swept their division. And you know what? Um, they're they're going to be okay in that division because, um, it, well. What it else is, is going on? Exactly, exactly. Um, no one else is Houston, really making any noise. Houston's in trouble. They have no idea who their quarterback should be. It should be Brian Hoyer. It should they be Brian have Hoyer, yes. no clue. You know, like they have no real solid defenders, other than uh, two defensive ends and a linebacker in Cushing. And I think Cushing is solid, but I think he's a little overrated. Um, that's might be because I don't really like him, but um, I like Watt and I I like Clowney because he's he can be fun to watch when he's when he's healthy. Um, but it's it's really they don't they don't have any help on the back end. So when you're getting rid of the ball quick, it takes those guys out of the game. Yeah, the um, so the Colts got the win, twenty-seven to yeah. twenty. Um, man, Houston, we thought would be the challenger for the Colts. They just can't get anything going. I mean, you mentioned a little bit they got they struggle on defense. They haven't settled on a quarterback. As uh, I think the seat that O'Brien sits on is getting a little hot. I, well, I think he'll be okay this I'll year be, if he starts to turn it around. I'll be honest. There was a point um, today when I turned off the Eagles game on the radio after Sam Bradford threw his second pick in the end zone and they were losing 7 nothing, that I was like, well, maybe Houston will get fired. Or, like, they'll fire um, O'Brien and he can get hired by the Eagles, who have a high draft pick, and they draft Christian Hackenberg. I get Hackenberg and O'Brien on, the, the, Eagles. on the Eagles next year. <laughs> um, I, I don't – obviously, I don't think that's actually how things would play out, but the, the thought crossed my mind. So, um, yeah, the big win for Indianapolis and Houston needs to right the ship. Yeah, the quickly. Texans dropped to one and four. Now, um, you mentioned uh, Hackenberg, and the only thing that I'll say, you were at the Penn State game yesterday. Showed flashes of two years ago. Well, and there was word. Now, maybe you didn't see this 
that the Houston Texans staff and scouting department was on hand for the game yesterday. I'll tell you what. That was a heck of a game for them to be there because two rushing touchdowns. First, he was airing it out. First couple series he struggled um, with some decision-making too. But then, honestly, some of his incompletions later were drops. Well, actually, the first drive was on him. He he held the ball too long, needs to get rid of it. Second second drive, which did nothing, they need to get rid of – like they needed to actually catch the ball. He hit, his, he hit two receivers in the hands, and they dropped them both. Um, that's not on him. And then – after that, I, I actually texted you from the game. Um, it's amazing what happens when execution and play calling are both on. And yeah. they were uh, for, I'd say, about uh, three quarters of, of that Penn State game. And yeah. it was it was fun to watch. Um, now, again, Indiana literally has a bottom 10 defense in, in Division One football. But Penn State racked up over 400 yards, exactly they, what they you should do against them. Right. Yep. And played with a third and fourth string running back and were able to run the ball. Hackenberg ran the ball effectively. Um, you know, the f- fans were eating that up. Yeah, but just um, he made a couple really good, nice throws. That throw to um, to Deshaun Hamilton was, was a really nice throw um, for the touchdown. So it, he looked really good. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they're bad enough. Well, if they're in a position to draft the quarterback really high in the first round, I don't know that. Right, is O'Brien there to do it? Right, is O'Brien there to do it? And also, like, is Hackenberg going to be a high first round pick? But like, well, it would almost play into their favor that if they get to five hundred, Hackenberg could be there in the middle oh, yeah. rounds because now we could see now, him shoot up hand, because right. he tests you know out of his mind at right. the combine and whatnot if he throws. Interesting, and, interesting point by Ben Jones. I think it was Ben Jones yesterday. Um, you know, Penn State guy. You know, writer. Uh, said something like he is becoming more and more intrigued by the Penn State-Michigan game at the end of the year because likely Hackenberg's last game in Beaver Stadium, but you're going to see him against Harbaugh's defense, which has three straight shutouts and basically a pro-style defense, you know. Yeah. And they're like, it's a scout's dream in that scenario. Now, again, what they're they're going to be looking for very specific things. I don't know that Penn State's going to be up to the challenge as a team, um, but that's a different point. But Penn State was fun yesterday, uh, handled their business, and, hey, are at 5-1. and one. A month ago so, we were saying, oh, man, this is going to be a long year. And now, right. not that they played anyone substantial, no. but they're sitting at 5-1, and one, one win away from bowl eligibility. They very, they, I want to say very easily, but I think it's reasonable to think they, they could finish. Like, reasonable. Eight and four, right? I was going to say 3-3 three and three the rest of the way, which would get them to 8-4. and four. You know, that's that's fine with me. Right, eight and four, uh, and you know, I'm I'm okay with. And actually, I would have nailed my pick at the beginning of the season because that's what have, I said. Because yeah. I said nine and three now, with the bowl. To be honest, loss, when they lost to the Temple, I did waver a little bit. <laughs> you, you, yeah, one and one and eleven. <laughs> right, right. One and 12. <laughs> but Temple plays Notre Dame next week, hey, and we'll Temple's see. still undefeated. Um, I I well, I hate Notre Dame, so I want right. Temple to win that for Absolutely. multiple reasons. Now. Absolutely. I want Temple, and it's in Philly. Like, that's that's cool. Wow, so, they got Notre Dame to come to yeah, Philly. They probably play at Notre Dame three times. 17 so that's times. That's what Duquesne but... used to do. Duquesne used to, like, and it wasn't with big schools like that. It was like Penn. Duquesne played five times at Penn for Penn to come to Duquesne once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bill O'Brien Houston Texans have the chance to right the ship because their next three games are against crappy teams in uh, Jacksonville, Miami, and Tennessee. Then they have their bye week. So, actually, if they're really bad and end up being one and seven o'brien could get the boot in week nine right just kind of like joe philbin just happened for miami now i think uh that houston 
should have the chance to win all three of those games, and now you're four and four, and kind of right where we really thought they'd be at the beginning of the year, anyways. Right. right. So, I think they'll write it enough that O'Brien gets one more year, um, it you know to kind of see where they're at. But we'll have to wait and see because you and I are generally more patient than NFL owners. Oh so. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, On the other hand, it's not our billions of dollars, so it's easy to be patient. Yeah, right, you're, you're, <laughs> and it's not our team either. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> the Colts, meanwhile, hoping to have luck back. They'll get a little bit, a couple extra hours off. They don't play until next Sunday night, but um, it's against the Patriots. Yeah, so, so good luck with that. Uh, yeah, rematch of the AFC Championship game. And, I, and you know, and I highly doubt New England will have any grudge or anything <laughs> oh about the whole, th- the whole stuff. You know, it's just, you know, water over or under the dam or that's bridge just, or whatever that's you some, want to That's say. one where I don't care how much of a favorite New England is going into that game. Take the over. I'm <laughs> taking the over, and I'm taking New England. <laughs> I hope you're listening, our loyal listener from. New I, I made like, sure to point out to Rich. And I saw, Bill. and he responded. So our New England fan responded. So I know he at least knows there's a show. I'm all over that pick next week. Which well, we're all it. over the pick this week too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So um, yeah, so I mean this week and next. Well, this week, not just that, but like rooting interest wise. Like I'm even rooting for the Patriots this week. Like I know you can't really bring yourself to do that, but. I this I, this I week rooted for them in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, that's because we all have character flaws. But <laughs> this this year, like this week, I I really want them to win. So we'll we'll see. All right, so that's it for the Thursday night right. game again. Colts improved to three and two with a twenty-seven to twenty win over the Texans. Um, not a couple games we're just going to run through quickly here. Mm. Buffalo rebounded barely. By the way, the Bills the were one point favorites, and they won by one point. So push house wins. Vegas knows. <laughs> Uh, so Bills scored late in the fourth quarter. The edge of the Titans, fourteen to thirteen. Buffalo rebounded from their loss last week. Tennessee coming off their bye couldn't get it done. Uh, St. Louis went through Green Bay, and finally, for the first time in nearly or over three years, Aaron Rodgers has thrown an interception and at Lambeau. And he had three turnovers today. Um, I think a couple fumbles, but didn't end up hurting Green Bay in the long run. They improved to, I believe, undefeated. I was five able to pick up the Packers defense in a couple fantasy leagues, like for because the defense I normally play is on a bye this week. Um, in Minnesota, a bunch of them. Oh, it must be the Dolphins' defense. The Packers, the Packers did uh, really well. Um, well, the Rams' offense isn't the only. Uh, now this might have changed over the last couple of weeks, but uh, a week or two ago, after the Eagles had lost again, they were the thirty-first ranked offense. The only one that was worse was right. the Rams, and quarterback by Nick Foles. So see, I already mentioned Sam Bradford did not have a good start to the game today, um, but he played really well the second, third, and fourth quarter. Um, Nick Foles is is struggling, so and he got signed to a big extension. Um, right, and Bradford didn't. So, so. he's looks so However, St. Louis has found someone in Todd Gurley. Um, oh, absolutely. Back to back weeks, 150 yards. Yep. Um, or I wanted Miami to get him. I wanted Miami to get him at 14. He, he went to pick 10. So he's uh he looks like the real deal there. So maybe that will help them as as they move through. So now the Rams, also, I mean, it's tough. You're you're playing the Packers. You right, know, like right, right. <laughs> that, that that's a tough one. So. Now, um, St. Louis after it. They upset a team that's supposed to be better than them in week one. They come out and lay an egg against a terrible team in week two. Um, they, they play like crap again in week three. But then they come back, beat the Arizona Cardinals. First Cardinals lost last, last, they, of the year last week. And then they come back and can't do much. At least it was a good team right, this they've time. They beat arguably two of the toughest three teams they've played and lost to the two worst teams they played. Where you slot Pittsburgh and, you know, Seattle and it, – it, you could argue that that's not the case, but you know, it, it's really because Ben Roethlisberger got hurt in that game and right. did not finish it. So you know, I, I would think that you could argue that 
at that point, Pittsburgh wasn't as strong as Arizona or, and by record, I guess they aren't. But, um, yeah, St. Louis needs to turn it around, or yeah. Jeff Fisher could, could be in trouble. He could, he could be, definitely. Uh, they have a their bye next week before um, staying home at the Edward Jones Dome and taking on the Browns. Green Bay, meanwhile, hosts another home game against the Chargers before taking their bye. Following the bye week, they will go to Mile High to They're play at the Broncos. Denver and then at Carolina the following week. So, so Gr- Green yeah. Bay is a, where we expected them to be. Right. Rams maybe a little underwhelming, thought they might have another win or so, but... Um, they've showed they can hang with some of the big teams, but right. they, they can't keep playing down to their opponents. Yep. And probably one of the most surprising games of the day, uh, the Browns scored 17 points in fourth quarter overtime to come back and beat the Ravens yeah. 33-30. to The Ravens um, the Ravens are averaging giving up um, like 27, 28 points a game. It's, yeah, the Ravens, this is not the Ravens' defensive and, old for sure. Um, Josh McCown threw for over 400 yards. Four, 450, over 450 yards. Right. So, so that is, if you're starting Josh McCown in fantasy today, yeah, congratulations. that one person, um, you know, you you did really well. But uh, yeah, so Cleveland got their second win of the year. Um, they beat the Titans in Week Two. It's a big win. And uh, beat the Ravens in, here in Week Five. So that that's a big win for them. I still don't think that they're going to amount no. to much this year. That's um, a huge loss for the they Ravens. They have a too. ton of time to go before they're by. They have to unfortunately host Denver next week. Uh, the Ravens, meanwhile, um, I know they're dealing with a lot of injuries, especially on offense, but they just they just look bad. You know, right. they lost lost to the Broncos and Raiders to open the season, then choked one up to the Bengals in Week Three. They finally were able to beat Pittsburgh last week on Thursday night without Roethlisberger, and now right. this week at home they can't hold on to a victory against the Browns. Right uh, now, Baltimore has to travel again back to back games on the West Coast, and they've already said they're not to, staying out there to start the year. I was a little. I, I didn't pick the Ravens to make the playoffs, and then when I realized I didn't do that, I was like, "Oh, I you know I think they'll get one of those wild card spots." They they've lost a, a number of games that I think at the end of the season, when you look back, they needed to win at least one or two of them, um, and one of those now, being today. None of those losses were like blowout losses, no, but, but you know they lost by six to Denver, they lost by four to Oakland, they lost right. by four to Cincinnati, and they since, beat Pittsburgh by three and lost to Cleveland. Cincinnati by three. and Cleveland were at home. They've lost their two. They've lost two divisional home games already to Cincinnati and to Cleveland. Yeah, they don't have a home win. Right. That, that's that's tough. So. Yeah, so Baltimore things not looking good for them. Um, do you? I, let, let's talk a little okay. bit about your team, and yep. then we'll breeze through some of these other games. rough start. Um, but they were moving the ball. It wasn't rough start like like normal, where they've been three and out, three and out, three and out, which I think was also huge because it allowed the defense to actually be able to play in the second half. Um, the Saints touchdown in the second half came literally as like the very end of the game, so that was kind of a throwaway. It was really like thirty nine ten. Um, and then the Eagles got it rolling. Ryan Matthews looked really good today, and he was, like, running possession. He was just running guys over. And he's not a real big guy, but they also got DeMarco Murray going. He didn't rush for over 100 yards, but his combined yards from scrimmage receiving and uh, rushing was, like, 120-some yards. Yeah, 83 rushing. And, and a touchdown. So he got it going. Ryan Matthews had it going. Um, you know, the defense played much better today. Uh, yeah. I, Today was was a good day for the Eagles. This is what more of what they, I say they, including me, you know, expected kind of coming into it. Huge game next week for them. Uh, the Giants come to Philadelphia, yeah. and the Giants. We talked about this last week, and I still stand by it, regardless of kind of what happens. Like the Giants are the best team in the division right now. They they could be four zero. 
they should be three and one. Uh, you know, but that's a huge game because it's a, huge a divisional game. game is a two-game swing. It could also potentially put the Eagles in first place in the Possibly, division. Possibly, depending like, on what else. As happens. crazy as that is, and again, it's really hard to project, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Eagles stumbled too much at the beginning of the year here, but I do think they will turn around. They're still the favorite in terms of power index points, like to. Um, win the to win the division with like a thirty eight percent chance to win the division. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I just and that was before this week's games. Um, it will be huge for them if the Giants lost tonight. I don't think that'll happen. Um, but that's a big game. A couple uh, weeks ago, this Monday night game looked like crap. Now it's looking yeah. pretty enticing, yeah, especially ES- if the Giants win. ESPN is pleased, especially if the Giants win. Giants-Eagles uh, so. in Philly, 8.30 next Monday night. That's huge. But then it doesn't get any easier after no, that. No, they have to go on the road to Carolina. They've actually played pretty well in Carolina, though. Yeah. So um, you win at least one of these. The fandom shouldn't be freaking out in the bye week. You lose right. both. Hey, if, you win, the- if you win both, then everybody's freaking out. Because they have two weeks to get ready for Dallas. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and neither Romo or Bryant will be back in time for that game. But if you look at after that, so after the bye, they have Dallas without Romo and, and Dez. They've got Miami. They've got Tampa. They've got Detroit. So all of a sudden, now again, this is getting ahead of ourselves because there's two games that they could easily lose before the bye. But then they have four, but they have four in a row that they should well, win. Should win the way they're playing right now. Um, if they can keep it going and not do this Jekyll Hyde, you know, two face stuff. And then you've got the five at the end where I'd say they don't beat New England. Then you have toss up with Buffalo, toss up with Arizona because it's in Philly, even though Philly plays better on the road a lot of times. Then you have toss up uh, with Washington. I say toss up, but that, see, they should win see, that. The way I look at that. them is but, I look at New England loss, Arizona loss, Giants toss up. Buffalo, Washington should be wins because I, I just I'm not right. high on Buffalo. No, I right? and I I I can understand that, and and we'll know more obviously by the time that comes. But um, yeah, so again, I said it last week. I think the Eagles are going to turn it around. I think they're going to come up short at the end because, like a lot of their games that they had so far, dug themselves too big of a hole. The fortunate part is the NFC East is not very good. I, yeah. I don't think there's a terrible team. There's not a team that's going to be drafting like one or two. No. But there's not a team that's going to be drafting like 31. Tw- right, 28 <laughs> or higher either. Necessar- now, maybe because of playoffs, but like, you know, I don't necessarily no, see that. I, either. I, I don't see any NFC East team. At make, this point. I mean, honestly, I'm not even sure I'd say I can see even one in the NFC Championship game. I, right. I just don't now, think that they're going to do it. There's, you know, two and a half months until we get there. Oh, so no, we, We've seen so much change right. in the first five weeks. If there's get, 12 more weeks. Right. If the offensive line comes together in Philly, then, you know, and they get the offense clicking, who knows? At the same time, if Dallas can weather the storm and then get Dez and Romo back, who knows, you know? Right. Or can the Giants get things rolling? Who You know? The, uh, um, the Saints, the team that the Eagles beat up on. They're in trouble. 39-17. They are in trouble. That's why I mentioned at the top of the show that Miami might be interested in Sean Payton. He might be showing the door. Drew Brees could honestly even end up being released after the season, New Orleans going to be in probably full rebuild. I, mode. I think Freeze will be released uh, this season. Next week, uh, things don't get any easier as uh, they have to host the undefeated Atlanta Falcons. It is the Thursday night game, uh, so at the Superdome, eight twenty-five, CBS NFL Network. This Thursday night, Falcons the only at chance Saints. I give the Saints is because the Saints are at home. Right. Like, yeah, and this this looks like an, an interesting game. Um, I think there could be some action there for New Orleans. Uh, they need a win. 
and it's at home. Atlanta right. doesn't play well there. They mm-hmm. they had a scare this week. Right. Uh, so this could be a, an, an upset alert right. for the Falcons. All right. Uh, a couple scores just to mention. I will mention the Falcons. will say another overtime game. Atlanta came back and was able to beat the Redskins. Looked really bad in the first half. Looked solid at the end of the yes, game. Yes, they were losing 7-3 to at halftime. But they, uh, the teams traded a lot of points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Falcons scored late to force overtime, and then they were able. Excuse me, the Redskins, right? The Redskins forced overtime. The Redskins were able to f- drive down and kick a field goal as time expired. Uh, um, force, to force overtime, overtime but yeah. Atlanta scored a touchdown to yeah. seal it. Um, in the it kind of went. Period. I forget what happened exactly to, before it, but um, uh, Kirk Cousins threw an out, and the wide receiver was not there, and the guy who had a key uh, penalty called against him, defensive Is back, Robert Lester? Number, number twenty-three. I I, I don't. Sorry, I don't China, know. Trying to remember. Um, picks it off, toes the sideline to, to stop himself from going out of bounds, and goes fairly uncontested, <laughs> like 60 or 65 yards right down the sideline um, for a touchdown, to, a walk-off touchdown. That was pretty cool. Uh, the high-scoring game in Tampa Bay, uh, in the state of Florida matchup, Jacksonville at Tampa Bay, yeah. they put up a combined 69 points. Um but the Buccaneers, Jameis Winston, got the better of Blake Bortles, who yeah. had a huge game. Uh, Allen Robinson had two touchdowns sitting on my fantasy And they were bench. up. They were the, the Jaguars were up. Buccaneers took the lead. Jaguars come back, take the lead, and then the Bucks finished it out in kind of like a route. Um, it, I, I, seven points. But, like, uh, the Buccaneers, I think, were up 14 at one point late in the game. So, um, yeah, Jameis Winston looked – you know, the Buccaneers offense finally got it going today. Jaguars offense got it going and their defense wasn't there. <laughs> you know, that that's frustrating. So, um, you know, you can't really blame it on the young quarterback, I guess, in this one. You put up 31 points, you have to win that game. Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, it, that's that's a defensive fault right, uh, right there. You can't, you can't give up 38 points to a rookie quarterback and expect to win. Um, you're, but, yeah, you're right. The Jaguars offense, they, they played well. I think it was the uh, Buccaneers' first win at home in 11 attempts. Wow, that's... That is yeah. so, so, which is more than a season. So that's that's so pathetic. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay will go on their bye next week before going to Washington Ooh. the following week. That's one of those games where I feel like they should pay us to watch. Like Tampa <laughs> the, at Washington. The Jaguars, meanwhile, like we mentioned, they will host Houston and Buffalo before going on their bye in Week Eight. Uh, the last two early games to talk about both came down to the wire or went extra time. Um, one of them saw a collapse. The other one saw a huge comeback, or I guess you know, no. technically both <laughs> comebacks. But I think it was more the Chiefs collapsing and getting robbed, whereas yeah. the Bengals stormed back against the Seahawks. Um, Cincinnati scored 20 unanswered points, 17 in the fourth quarter, three in overtime to come back against and beat the Seahawks. So the Seahawks, knowing, knowing they have to pass, 24. and they were able to. Um, I. How's that I, Legion I, of Boom doing? I know it doesn't matter until he wins a playoff game, but Regular Andy Dalton Andy MVP. Dalton looks better than he has at any point in his career. I'm I'm serious. Like even even when he's put up numbers early on, you know, it's always been one guy. He's been throwing to AJ Green, you know, and gets a bunch of yards. Eifert is for real. Um, maybe the second best tight end in in football right now, um, only behind Gronk, who's kind of like his own category. Um, you know, so I I'd put him right up there, but Andy Dalton and they got the running game going today against they got, Seattle. They, got a they, they struggled there. early, but in the second half they got it going. Giovanni Bernard and uh, is it Jeremy Hill? Yeah, um, Jeremy Hill. You know, they got it going. Um, 
They look good. They have a chance to go into the bye undefeated. Now, it's it's I don't want to call it a trap game, but it's a tough game because playing in Buffalo is hard. Yeah. Uh, the Bills pull out some uh, all pull out all the stops at home, and so Cincinnati has to go there next week. But that's an Bengals interesting game. Get the win. They and none of their wins have really been against pushovers. You know, some would no. say maybe the Raiders, but Oakland's much better this year than yeah. they've been in years past. But they beat the Chargers, they beat the Ravens, and I don't care that the Ravens only have one win. It's a rivalry game. It's always right. And contested. it was a division game on the road. That's they a big win. beat the Chiefs. Now they beat the Seahawks, the def- two-time defending Huge. NFC champs. Um, they they, uh, they have a chance to go in the, the bye 6-0. and um, and they're yeah. definitely one of. If they're not the best team in the league, they're they're definitely. And then they uh, get to play an- another conference game, coming out of the bye on the road you know, like, against but, an injured quarterback. But you get a bye going into that. That's yeah, huge. Two weeks to prepare for yeah. uh, Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Yeah. The Seahawks, meanwhile, after that collapse, they have three more games before their bye. They get to host the undefeated Panthers. That'll be an interesting game. Panthers right are coming out of a bye, though, I believe. Uh, yeah, they, they are play this week. Uh, rematch of a NFC playoff game last year. Yeah. They, then they have to travel to San Francisco. That used to be a huge game, but with the 49ers down, not so much. Right. That's then a they huge go to game Dallas. for Carolina. Not to interrupt real quick, but like, well, actually, I guess to interrupt real quick. That's a huge kind of like Carolina, yeah. are you for are, real? Are you kind for of real? Game. Are you for real? Because even though the Seahawks are two and three, people still, they were, I think they were two and three last year at this point. Yeah. I'll, yeah. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So um, that's that. We And I alluded to the Bears in Kansas right. City. Chiefs always play good at home. Well, the Bears scored twelve in the fourth, but you right. said that there was a call. It, it was it to me. It seemed very questionable. It seemed like the defensive back was looking back, like with his back to the receiver, and the receiver um, climbed over him, and they called defensive pass interference. Didn't they didn't give a good replay? I could be wrong. It looked like the wrong call. Um, and then the Bears scored a touchdown to take the lead. Bigger uh, news for the Chiefs besides losing yeah, again. Yes. I mean, the, the Chiefs. A we disappointment thought, this year. Yeah, they, we thought that they'd be they'd be a little bit better. Um, they're not showing it right now uh, in terms of wins, wins and losses. But uh, the biggest takeaway, and unfortunately, it's a significant injury, yes. is to their running back Jamal Charles, expected Done. to have torn his ACL. Yeah, uh, he will be out for at least. It all looked of this like season. he got into a pile, but actually, when they slow when they slowed down the replay on red zone, you could see. He kind of collapsed into the the line in the pile, like it was really a non contact injury, which is a dreaded, um, you know, yeah. dreaded term yep. in in all sports. Non contact leg injury usually is not good. Yeah, uh, Kansas City, meanwhile, they dropped a one and four. They've got three weeks as well before their bye. They have to go to Minnesota before hosting well, Pittsburgh. And, and all Detroit. of a sudden, that twenty seven twenty win at on the road at Houston doesn't, doesn't look, look so all that good. great. Yeah. yeah. So no no marquee victory and a lot of bad losses for the Chiefs. Uh, the Bears, pull up where they're going next week. The Bears will be on their. Oh, excuse me, no, they go to Detroit before they, they they're right. by and uh, they Detroit need to win that pin. one. They are bad. They, if one of those teams has to get a win there. I know Chicago, you know, now has two, but Chicago could win that and get the three and three going into their bye and maybe bad. turn that's, things that's around. Quite, that's a good rebound for them. Yeah, that would be huge. All right, the two games left to play tonight, we're going to see San Francisco at the Giants. We mentioned that Giants win. It sets up a huge game with the Eagles next week on Monday Night Football. And then the Monday Night game this week is Pittsburgh in San Diego. Uh, Both of those teams desperate for a win. The Chargers have a couple losses that they probably shouldn't have. But with the Chiefs struggling, but the Raiders charging, San Diego, if they want to keep pace with the Broncos, they, they need to get this win. Yeah, yeah. That's a big game uh, for, for two and two teams. You know, early on, that's a, that's a huge game. Um, 
Steelers need to keep pace with the Bengals, like you said, and the Chargers kind of look, looks like are going to need to keep pace with the Broncos. Um, so that's that's going to be tough. Um, you know, the loser there is is a few games behind, like three games behind um, the their division leader, which is not a position you necessarily want to be in because uh, I don't think the Steelers have played the the Bengals yet, but um, I don't actually I don't know if the Chargers have played the Broncos yet either. They but, have not. I don't right. Play. So, but three games behind that that's a, a tough situation to be in when you're three games behind after five games. Yeah, that's that's pretty <laughs> bad. So Pittsburgh in San Diego tonight. They have to host Arizona next week. Yeah. So the, all the more reason they need to win this they week. Need this win, yeah. Um, the the three late games going on right now as we speak, uh, two of them are pretty much in hand. Um, and it was told to me both at first by my aunt and then confirmed by my uncle that uh, Rich is indeed listening to the show okay. whilst watching the Patriots beat up on the Cowboys. Hey. And his, uh, let's see if I have his exact term Rich, here. then it sounds like we're both having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see. That, what... that is actually fairly rare, but I feel like there have been a few times this fall where like through Facebook comments and things like that, I've, I've said things like, you know, Rich, I don't. I know we always don't agree on things, but here, you know, I feel like over the last couple months, as crazy as that is, there have been some things that w- that we agree maybe on. Maybe you guys should hold hands and sing "Kumbaya," or maybe we should just, you know, keep winning fantasy football championships. I don't know. Oh, you know okay, so. all right, all right. <laughs> His exact quotes were, "I'm watching, and the Cowboys are toast. Bring on the Colts." I think he's looking forward to that one. I think. I think everyone. On, North of you know, north and east of New York City is going to be uh, fixed in on that one, and everyone south and west is going to be cheering for the Colts, <laughs> just as it should be. Uh, the Patriots are beating the Cowboys in Dallas, twenty-seven to six. It was tight at the beginning. The Cowboys were getting the best yeah. of the Patriots' offensive line, but in the second quarter, New England started getting it going. Now just, they just got the ball back with under seven minutes. Just for play. fun, think about what that would be like to be an offensive lineman with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in that locker room at halftime when you've given up five sacks. <laughs> <laughs> not a good place to be. Not a good place to be. I don't know if they have the same five that came out. They might have. They might be in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> yeah. My, you know, piggybacking on that game before we talk about the final two. My dad says right now the only teams he can cheer on are, are Wilson and Penn State because and and his fantasy team he points out because all the injuries the Cowboys have. The two and three, they're, they're done. No. He's, he's, he thinks they're See, done at two and three. They're not, they're not done. I, losing, because of how crappy the NFC East is. Right. Losing to the Patriots is not, you know, what pushes you over the edge. It's kind of like losing to quick, the Redskins, like, right? Maryland <laughs> firing Randy Edsel because he not because he lost to Ohio State, but after he lost to Ohio State, like really? Is that what pushed you over the right, edge? Yeah, like, why you didn't know, you do this before? Like but Okay. The, the other game, one that's completely out of hand, is the Cardinals Lions in Detroit. Detroit's going to drop to 0 and 5, where Arizona will rebound from their loss last week to the Rams. They'll improve to 4 and 1, uh, spearheaded by 28 points in the second quarter. Arizona leads Detroit 42 to 10 with four minutes to play. Of note, in that Matthew Stafford was benched for Dan Orlovsky. Did not go out injured. He got benched. Uh, and um, that didn't really work out for him either. We so. thought the Lions would be the third place team in the NFC North. They're we might not. have given them too much credit. Yeah, they've taken a huge step. They, back. Yeah, they look bad. And the other game is actually the only one that's uh, within one or two scores now. Uh, Denver's pushed their lead over Oakland to sixteen to seven. There's under four minutes to play. Broncos, Oakland does have the ball, but Broncos continue to not look pretty, but they're winning, and their defense is good. Their defense, their defense is, is good. It's better than I, um, than I expected, but their and, offense is probably worse than I expected. I agree. Um, 
you know, listening to the game last week on the radio as I was driving a little bit, uh, you know, the the Denver announcers, it was interesting hearing they're like, defense travels, you know, and, and that's true. There There's some truth to that. Um, and you have to think that if you give, if the defense can win them some games that typically they may not have um, been able to win in the past, that, um, which isn't a lot, there weren't a lot of games that they weren't right. winning, but that they can, uh, the offense will come around, you know, as they continue to evolve and instill some of the Kubiak blocking schemes for the running backs, which honestly, let's it's got to be Ronnie Hillman at some point, right? You, you, you can't keep going with C.J. Anderson and let him keep yeah, going. It seems like forever um, ago that no Sean Marino was tearing it up in that system. Yeah, yeah. But someone, someone's going to step in and the zone blocking will get there. I feel like there's there's a team every year where they go to zone blocking, like you know the Kubiak style of blocking, and the first part of the season they can't get it going. And then once they do, once those linemen start hitting their steps together, um, you start being able to fill anyone in there. Um, so – I think the offense will come around. Maybe not be the you know the fanciest you know high flying offenses that everyone's accustomed to from Peyton Manning, but uh, if they can you know put up twenty some points, the good their defense against a lot of teams isn't going to give up twenty some points. So um, they it's a different way, but maybe that's the different they need. Uh, who knows? So yeah, who knows? For we'll sure. wait and see. So that is the NFL Week Five again. Two games left to play. Three ongoing and. Uh... You win for the uh, win for your Eagles this week. Uh, Dolphins win. on a bye. Yeah. Uh, Patriots beating the Cowboys, uh, kind of covering Baltimore. Lost uh, Giants play tonight, covering covering the, the the teams that are most interested yep. to our our listeners. And uh, unfortunately, like I said, we won't be back to talk uh, NFL for another three weeks. We'll get a, a little bit more clear picture. Yeah, so. definitely. We'll we'll probably start be talking about uh, you know who who's. To division winners possibly who may have wild some, cards. some more coaching uh decisions that have been made by then i'll be interested to see how many undefeateds we have left because right yeah. now you have carolina new england denver cincinnati and atlanta i think yeah oh that's and a, green bay that's a lot you got six undefeated through that's five weeks six undefeated five teams weeks. so the most of them will start to fall but like we said a couple weeks ago new england looks unbeatable and with the schedule that they have right Right. I, don't, I don't know what I don't else know to add. I mean, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't but see Indy knocking them off next week. At the beginning of the year, you, you would expect that that would probably that would have been a marquee game. Right. It'll still be a marquee game, but I see New England routing them. Yeah. I, oh, I do. And too. honestly, with the the chip on the shoulder kind of mentality that they just thrive off of in New England, I even if the Colts were you know had it going, I'm not sure it would have been any different. But um, should be interesting to kind of see how it plays out over the next couple weeks. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, any shout-outs for you? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Nope. Sorry. Uh, congratulations to Wilson football team. for yes, uh, yes. They got the win last week to tie the all-time mark for consecutive league victory set by Manhattan Central uh, from 99 to 2006. Wilson edged Hempfield in a brutal battle in Land- Landisville. They came out on top 15-9. to nine. They... That win gave them 53 straight Lancaster Lebanon Section 1 victories, the new record that they started at the end of the 07 season. Their last loss was to Mannheim Township on October 26, 2007, and I think it was 27-6 or 26-7 at Mannheim Township. Coincidentally, uh, should Wilson win this week for 54, they'll try to get 55 back at Mannheim Township um, eight years almost to the day. Lost to Uh, Central Dolphin week one but has i don't think they've lost no they, they've, they've rattled off five straight wins yeah. um 
and match a Wilson's five and one record, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see. That's the that's the biggest game left on Wilson's schedule is two weeks at Mannheim Township. Yep. So so they they as long they don't stumble this week. They beat the Buckskins from Conestoga Valley, who, who are much improved, much better than last year. They get the six and one. They if if they beat Mannheim Township in week seven, that all but seals a eighth consecutive Lancaster Lebanon League title as well. That's insane. So congratulations to Coach Doms and the Bulldogs, and. Uh, We'll be talking about them in two weeks on the Bulldog Hour. And then in three weeks, we'll be back with uh, episode 190 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We're closing in on that 200. That's Justin crazy. and I are going to start working on the behind-the-scenes stuff. If all goes as planned, on Sunday, February 21st, will be not only episode 200, but literally five years in one day since we did our first ever show. That's... So we're going to celebrate five years and 200 episodes on the same day. Um, if we can work something out to do kind of something like we did for episode 100 where we were at the church with Chad Henny, um, I'd love to do it. And there's some ideas in, in my head and we can help, help getting help from my dad and Justin and I are going to start working on some things. See if I'll we start can, laying some stuff yeah, out. Start and get, get some, uh, you know, lo- local names and some people to help contribute, um, whether it's pre-taped and we play it or if we actually get to go somewhere and do a, a live show again. We'll keep everyone involved with that. But the date should be... Sunday, February 21st. All right. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. That wraps up the 189th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We hope you tune in every Sunday evening at 6.30 for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Don't forget... You can download each episode of the show from the podcast section of the iTunes store. We'll see you next time, and thanks again for listening.